right, here we go. Today's daf is daf Kuf Chav Beis, page 122 in Mesechus Yavamas, the final daf. In this Helege, Helege Mesechda, I don't know why, but we just learned the first Mishnah. No? Didn't we just go through the 15 cases on daf Beis of Yavamas? No? Didn't we mamish just do that? Mamish incredible. It's beyond. Mamish beyond. See, here we go. We are up to... Um, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lines from the top of Kufchav Beis Amar Aleph, 122a. Here we go. Abayudon Ish Tzaydon Oimer. Abayudon from the city of Tzaydon says, Maisa, be Yisrael. There was a story with a Jew, and a non-Jew. They're traveling together. You know, there was a Jew and a non-Jew traveling together. The non-Jew comes back and he says, Mamish, it's such a nebuch. The Jew I was traveling with, I had to bury him. Okay? So that's all that happened. And they allowed the wife to remarry. They allowed the wife to remarry. Another time, what happened was, Maisa, there was a story. Veshuv Maisa, Nocha Maisa, Bekailar, the story in Kailar Shel Bnei Adam Shoyim Ahalchin Le'Antochia. There was a Kailar, a group of people who are traveling to a place called Antochia, named after Antiochus. Ubo Avig Chavim Echad, and a non-Jew came, Va'Omar, and he said, Ah, Chaval, Mamish Chaval, Al Kailar Shel Bnei Adam Shmezu Gvardim. There was a whole group of Yidden, and we had to bury them. Mamish Chaval, Nebuch, Terb. And therefore, based upon that statement, they allowed the wives to marry. There there was a group of 60 people that were traveling to the Karkoim of Beitar. This is referring to the siege of Beitar. We knew where they were going. See, here's what's interesting. In all these cases, we knew that these Yidin were in these difficult situations. We knew that already. Once we know that already, when the guy shows up and tells us, you know, um, in, in a way of a statement, that it's, you know, we, we're, we're sad to inform you, we permitted their wives to remarry. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Somebody could come and say to a woman or to Bezdin or whatever, they could say, you know, Yankul Shmerl died. And you say, really? Did you see Yankul Shmerl dead? The guy says, yeah, you know. I, I was walking, it was late at night, and I was holding a candle. I was holding a candle. And I, I took the candle and I leaned close to the body and it looked like Yankul Shmerl. Okay? So we're going to accept testimony even if the, the corpse has been identified by either the light of a candle... Or la'arachama, or alavana. I'm sorry, or the light of the moon, the lavana. Okay, by by moonlight. I'm sorry. The witness said it looked like it was. Yeah, it didn't say was. Okay, it was. It was. Umasi and alpi basko. Listen to this incredible. When you got to do this, and we allow women to remarry by the sound of a basko, a heavenly sound. Okay. Now, what does it mean a heavenly sound? Sometimes you hear a heavenly sound, and and it means you're crazy. Right, it doesn't necessarily a baskel here doesn't necessarily mean it came from heaven. What it means is, you don't know who said it. You, th- there's a, a voice said, "This guy's dead," and there's no source for that voice. The guy's not around. Yeah, you're allow- you, we are permitted to allow the woman 
to remarry. All right. The guy who stood on top of a mountain. And he said, Is this guy, the son of this guy from this city? So he got very specific. He died. And they went to the city and they didn't find anybody. I'm sorry, they went to the place where the voice was heard from. They didn't find anybody there. And they still allowed the wife to remarry. The story in Salman, Omar, Ani. Ishplani ben implani in a shachti nachas reyani mace. Guy says, here's the voice. You ready? No source for the voice. The guy says, I am Yankel ben Shmerel who was bitten by a snake and died. Look around, and all you hear is a voice. That's all you hear. You don't see nothing. Okay? Um, Vahochu vaykiru. And they went there and they found a dead guy. And they didn't know who the dead guy was. You hear this? So they heard a voice. They heard a, a, a voice identifying somebody. And then they went and looked near where the sound was coming from. They talk, found the dead body. They didn't know who he was. So how are we going to know who he is? Maybe this is, uh, the guy is, uh, you know, uh, explaining who he is. Gesundheit. <coughs> And they went, they permitted the wife to remarry. Amar Rabbah Bar Shmuel, Rabbah Shmuel says, says, We do not allow a woman to remarry if there's no source for the voice. You may, my Kamash one says, What's the Chiddush? Isn't this our Mishnah? Our Mishnah said, You're allowed you know, that we permit a woman to remarry. So that's the halacha. So what do you? What's the grace of Chiddush over here? It says Gemara Hakamashvulan de e mishkachastama de imasiin be de imasiin be shamahi. You should know if you ever find the halacha that does not allow a woman to remarry according to Abasko, that's only the opinion of be shamai. But who do we pass it like? Israel. And if the halacha is, we are going to follow the Basko. Fine. Then the Mishnah said v'aholchu v'loy matzu. A guy says. I, um, um, I'm sorry, Abbasco comes out and says that uh, Yanko Ben Shmerel from, uh, from uh, Timbuktu died. Okay. So they go to the source of the voice and what happened? Nobody there. That was the case of the Mishnah. It says, Why are you allowing the woman to remarry? Maybe it's a shade. Maybe it's a demon. Yeah, maybe it's some, somebody who's uh, playing games over here. I'm reviewed a Okay, we heard of, right, the Gemara says, you're right, if there's no source of anything for the voice, you may need to be concerned about a shade. However, over here we saw a vision of a person. We'll call it, what's it called when you see like the, um, the shape of a person from aberration? From aberration, A-P-P-I-R. Aberration. You see it from a distance, but you can't really identify who the person exactly is. So that wouldn't apply to a shade. Hence, we know it was a person. We just didn't know, we, you know, we don't know exactly who. It says, Gemara, Inu Nami Damu. Shadim also can have the shape of a person. No, they saw a shadow. And there's no shadow for Shadim, apparently. It says, Gemara, not true. Inu Nami is Babua. Shadim also can have a, sh- uh, a shadow. No, we're dealing with. There was the shadow of a shadow, and that doesn't apply to Shadim. The Domala they do is they babuabidabuah. How do you know? I know. Maybe Shadim also, you know, have a shadow of a shadow. Amrakharina, Amrali Yanisan Shita, Yanisan Yanisan either 
different ways to explain what Yainasen uh, Shida is. It might, it might be Yainasen the shade or Yainasen the guy who knew how to handle shadim. Either way, there was a guy by the name or a shade by the name of Yainasen Shida. He explained to me, Babua Islahu, Babua du Babua Laslahu. Okay, the, a shade can have a shadow, but a shade cannot have the shadow of a shadow. Simply not possible. Says the Gemara of Adoma Tzarahavet. Maybe we're dealing with a um, uh, tsara. You hit us? What, what is the tsara? A co-wife. Maybe, remember we listed five women who are always out to get this woman to remarry to mess her up. So that's right. You're going to have, a, uh, you're gonna have a, uh, one of these five women, particularly over here, the co-wife, who's going out and, and uh, playing games. Okay? Like I told you the Misa with, uh, when my father was in Lakewood. So, there we, he said there was one guy, uh, a a guy, who um, held of himself a lot. He held, he was a big Talmud Chacham. And my father would, said that he would sleep a lot during the day so that he could stay up at night and say he was the last guy in the Bismedrash. You know, that type. So, one, one night the guys got fed up with him. They're going to put him in his place. So, they... At like uh, 12.30 The last guy leaves And they plan this all out And one guy jumps into the Aron Kodesh. So one guy goes to the Aron Kodesh, And everybody else walks out Fine they, They're standing outside the base matters looking, looking through the window And the only yeshiva guys have time to pull this off You know At 1 o'clock in the morning <laughs> They wait 20 minutes This guy's sitting there The lights are out There's only the Nair Tamid And he's steigen It's almost 1 a.m. last guy in base matters Is feeling very excited about himself Fine they wait 20 minutes. Finally, the guy inside the urn, the guy's name was Moshe. The guy inside the urn says, Moshe, Moshe. And the, the guys are all watching from the outside. The guy, the guy uh, stands up, takes off his shoes. He says, Hineni. <laughs> they went on like four or five different things, you know, with, uh, with uh, biblical Hebrew. Until finally, the, everyone's cracking up outside. Look at the window. Until finally, the guy in the Aron Kodesh jumped out. He's like, ah! He's crazy. He's crazy. I've always had this guy like went to get like a kitchen knife. He's chasing, he's chasing him around. Okay. Be it as it may. Yeah. Maybe it's some sort of, uh, of tsara who's, who's out to pull shtick on this guy. And, uh, you know, she, she, she... I'm sorry. Trying to pull shtick on the co-wife. To get her to remarry, you mess her up. Turn to be Rabbi Shmuel. They learned in the Yeshiva Rabbi Shmuel. B'Shas Hasakana, Kaisav Naisen, Afalpi She'ein Makirim. When it's a, when it's a Shas Hasakana, when it is a time of danger, we're going to write a get, um, even um, even if we don't know exactly who it's going to be. This is a fascinating case. You ready for this? this, is, this uh, so we'll explain in a minute. This we'll explain in a minute. First, let's explain the case. Ready? The case is as follows. You have a guy who somehow falls down into a deep cave, into a deep pit. We don't see him. We don't know exactly who it is. We don't know the whole story, okay? But we hear a voice, and we don't know how to save the guy. We don't know how to say it. We push it. We don't know what to do. So the guy says, do me a favor. Those who can hear a voice, do me a favor. Write a get to my wife. Now, why does he want to write a get to his wife? Because he wants to make sure that his wife does not become an aguna. Okay, so he identifies himself. We can't see his body, but he identifies himself through his voice. 
he's concerned that he's not going to be found. There's a chance we're not going to find him. That's considered a, a time of danger. What do you do in a time of danger? Usually, what, when you want to write a get, who needs to be there? The husband. Under these circumstances, we don't force the husband to be there. So too, over here. That's what the Gemara is saying. When you have a vision of a person on top of a mountain telling us the guy's dead, we're saying, Ein hachinami. granted it's true, it might be a co-wife trying to pull shtick, but we don't care. Because we consider this to be a shasasakana, we consider this similar to a time of danger, and even though there is that risk, we're going to fall for it. In order to make sure this woman does not remain in Aguna. That's the shaisis, that's the connection over here. Okay. Weiter. Next mission. Amar Rabbi Kiva, Rukiva says, Abraham, I went in Arda to make a Ibriyar. To make a leap here, Matsasi Nechemya is based the Lee. I found Nechemya basically. Amarli said to me, Shemati Shemasin is each of her Zolau Biedachod. We heard that they don't allow women in her Tisrol to remarry according to the Edus of one witness. Amarli Buda Ben Bava, Viname Suli, Kain Advarim. And I said, That's not true. Amarli, so Nechemya said, Amor Lehem Shmi, please tell the Rabbanim in her Tisrol, my name, Atem Yadim Shamadina Meshubeshas Begiosis. You know that our country over here, Narda, yeah, uh, has a, a lot of bandits, and therefore it's dangerous for me to travel. But I want to tell you something. Even though I would, no, he's saying I would come in person, but it's just too dangerous to travel. Because Rabbi Gamliel Azokin, I have, I accepted from Rabbi Gamliel Azokin, Shemesinas, he shall be at Echad. You, Rabbanim, and Eretzel have to know this. The Messiah is, we do, the tradition is, we do accept. Uh, a single witness to allow a woman to remarry. When I came, and I told these words, he was so happy with my words, and he said, We found a friend, what does it mean, a friend? Another opinion, similar to, and while they were having this conversation, remembered, Shenergu Harugim Betel Arza, there were people who had been killed in a place called Tel Arza. Okay, now what happened in the, this place of Tel Arza? Uh, there were men who had been killed, and apparently only one witness or one person survived to testify. And there were women here who wanted to remarry, but they were being withheld because the psak until this statement came out was you need two witnesses. They see Ragomil the same up here. Ragomil then allowed all these women to remarry because of that Edachad. Vuxgulias Masina Piedachad. And it became a Chazaka. The status was the accepted Allah and Klaiso became. You allow women to remarry according to one aid. Vuxgulias Masina Piedachad. It also became a Chazaka to allow uh, a woman to remarry uh, through aid me P8. I'm sorry. Vuxgulias Masina P8. Vuxgulias Masina aid me P8. We even allowed. One witness to come and say that they heard from another witness. Mipi Eved, Mipi Isha, Mipi Shifcha. Even if they heard it from an Eved, an Isha, or a Shifcha. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yerushu, Aymrim. Ain Masinus Isha, Piedachah. We do not allow women to remarry according to a Nechad. Rabbi Kivar, Makiva says, Layal Pi Isha, Velayal Pi Eved, Velayal Pi Shifcha, Velayal Pi Krevin. We do allow a single witness, but not if that single witness is a woman, a servant, a maidservant, or relatives of the dead. Now let's explain. This Mishnah, Zog the Gemara. The Savar Abakiva Alpi Ishalai. Does Abakiva really hold we're not going to allow a woman to remarry according to the testimony of a single witness woman? 
Rabbi Shimon Lazar says in the name of the Eliger Rabbi Akiva, who we just quoted in our Mishnah, a woman is believed to, to deliver a get through a Kavachaymer. Now, a woman shows up to a city holding a get. We believe her to say this is hers through a Kavachaymer. Why? Remember, we said in general, a, um, a woman is trusted to be that single witness unless they are one of those five women who hate the wife, the mother-in-law, the co-wife, the daughter right? The, all the cases that we gave. Otherwise, seem to be believed. Well, if they're trusted, I'm sorry, if they're not trusted to say that the husband died, still, if these women would be, would be coming to deliver a get, we would accept the get, Okay. Um, so this woman, who, she herself, if she were to come back from overseas and say, you know, Chavra, I got to share some bad news. My husband died. We'd believe her. So in addition, certainly, how much more so, should she be believed to bring her own get? Over here, you have, um, you have five women who are not believed to say that the husband died, but but um, a, a regular woman is believed. So we have a, a contradiction over here. Says Gemara like Kasha, Kan Kaidem Kan Laachar It depends what the Chazaka um, already is. Okay, meaning when there's already a Chazaka, when we already had a Halacha that we allow a woman to testify on another woman. That's where we say that she's allowed to remarry. Otherwise, before the Chazaka, that's when Rabbi Akiva said, and, and uh, again, just notice, this all happened in Rabbi Akiva's lifetime. Okay, the Chazaka happened in the lifetime, and that's the Gemara's answer. It just depends, you know, it depends on the time frame. Period. End of the Gemara. Here we go, continuing on in the mission. Amrulai. So the Mishnah continues. We weren't, we weren't really done. Let's continue our Mishnah. Now, the last Mishnah had said that um, we had an opinion that we trust a woman, we had an opinion to not trust a woman, and then we had the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, who trusts uh, most women, but not other women. Okay? I'm sorry. We have the opinion of Rabbi Akiva, who says that we trust an Eid Echad, but we don't trust a woman, an Eved, a Shivcha, and um, a, a woman in Eved and a Shivcha. Okay. Says the or or a karav or a relative. So Amrulai. So they responded to Rabbi Akiva. They said, "Maisa bebnei Levi shahochu litzayar ear tomorrow." There was a story with bnei Levi, people from the Shevet Levia, that they they were traveling. They went litzayar to the city of Tsayar, ear hatomorrow. Tsayar apparently had a lot of date palm trees. V'chola echameham. One of the Leviim became sick. Listen to this fascinating story. The Heviu Lepunduk. So he, he became, what happened when he became sick while they were traveling to Tsayar? He couldn't keep traveling. So he stayed in a Punduk. He stayed in a hotel. Stayed in the inn. He couldn't continue traveling with them. And he said to everybody, this is what we're going to add in for ourselves to the story, you guys keep going. On your way back, you come pick me up. I'm not feeling up to traveling with you. Okay. When they came back, listen to this Halakha story. 
And they said to the innkeeper, who was a woman, where is our friend? She says, you know, I got to share some bad news. He died, and we had, we had a Leviah for him, and we buried him. And we allowed that guy's wife to remarry based upon the single testimony of a woman innkeeper. So they said to Rabbi Akiva, don't tell me a woman's not believed. What about this story? The light to hey, Kaihenes, Kepundikis. Shouldn't Kaihenes be like a Pundikis? In other words, meaning, <laughs> why would this woman innkeeper be believed more than anybody else? Okay, which the Gemara is going to explain soon. If there is taka, would be a difference. Omar Lahu, so Rabbi Akiva said back, to whoever was challenging him. Now again, Rabbi Kiva says, we do not trust a woman. Okay? So, Omar Lahu, he said, When Taka, our testimony of a regular woman, will be like the testimony of the innkeeper, then I agree that she'll be believed. Meaning there's something about this innkeeper in this story that adds to her trustworthiness, which is not clear right now what it is. Okay, now listen to what Rabbi Kiva explains. He says, you know what added to her trustworthiness? Hapundikis, the innkeeper, Hevra, listen closely. He's so tsukapas, so incredible for the last daf of Yavamas. You know how she showed that he was dead? When, she, when they came, she brought out his walking stick, his, his suitcase, yeah? The, the stuff he left behind. You know what this Yid, you know what this Ben Levi left behind? You know what he had with him? His walking stick, Tarmilai, his wallet, the Sefer Torah, Shahiyah Biyade, and his Sefer Torah. What does a Yid, no, what does a Yid travel with? A walking stick, you have to be able to get there. You travel with money to be able to get there. And a Daf Gemara. Right, you travel with Gemara, you travel with the Sefer Torah, right? Which is, uh, you know, all of us that have reached this uh, point in Masechus Yavamas, whether you, you know, hopefully we're up to date. But even if we're not, even if we're uh, uh, a lot of block behind, but just to hold on over here, right? Where we, it's, it, it, the only way to do it is because we've taken the Gemara with us to various places. We've taken the Sefer Torah with us. Says Rabbi Akiva. That's why she had added Namanus, which the Gemara is about to explain. Here we go. Says the Gemara, top of Daf, Kuf, Chof, Bez, Amud Bez. Last Amud in our Heliga Mesechta. Let's try not to get emotional. Says the Gemara, My Greus of the Pundikis. Why is it that we say, oh, you know, usually we would say she's not as trustworthy. Right? Usually we say she's not as trustworthy. But over here, she, why would she not be usually as trustworthy? Amr of Kahana. She, wasn't a, she was a non-Jewish innkeeper. And she was speaking in the course of conversation. When they came back, she said, oh, by the way, you know, this is his walking stick. This is his wallet. This is where we buried him. She wasn't Jewish. One second. Look back at the story in the Mishnah. Ready for this? We're saying, you know why she's trusted, even though unusually we would? It's because she was speaking in a very innocent way. Right? In the course of conversation. 
Says Gemara, that's not course of conversation. Look back at the story. What happened? They came back and they said to her, "Where's our friend?" And she says, "Oh, so sorry to tell you. He died. That's not called like, you know, I. It, it, this information is coming out in the course of conversation. No, this is a very direct conversation. They asked her directly, "Where's this guy?" Okay, and she's the Gemara. No, Kivon the Chaznai What happened was they came back and this woman had tears. She was sitting there crying when she saw them. So when they saw she was crying, that's called Mashiach Because it didn't wait, she didn't wait for them to start the conversation. She already had those uh, feelings of emotions. Okay. The rabbis learned so should we? There's a guy who came to testify about a woman. That she could remarry in front of Reb Darvin. Oh, Marley Reb Darvin said, "Then Bnei Hey Chatoyadei Abedus Yisrael, how do you know about this woman? How do you know?" Amari said, "Aniva who hoyinu holche baderech." Listen, the, her husband and I were traveling together on the road. Verata v'acharinu Gaius, and there were soldiers that ran after us. Venitla biyichor shalzayis upshachay. This guy, listen to this. Okay, now <laughs> Jackie Mason, Zechariah Lebracha says, "Every Jew, every Jew says." One more move, I would have killed him. Right? One more, no one knows what that one more move is. But every Jew, yeah, whenever, whenever we try to talk tough, you know, we say, oh, one more thing, we would have, uh, you know, one more thing. Okay, listen to this guy. We had soldiers running after us. So this Jew, what did he do? He doesn't sit there and take it. A Jew's not supposed to just take stuff. You know what he did? He grabbed the branch from an olive tree, ripped it off, the and he sent them running like a bunch of rabbits headed for the hills. Amarti Loi, I said to him, Ooh, Aryeh, lion. <laughs> I gave him a name. Yashur Koychachla. Shkoyach. Aryeh, Shkoyach Aryeh. Amarti said to me, Menayin Atayi, Shari Ishmi, Hedjo, my name's Aryeh. Hedjo, no. Yechinam, Rabbi Yonason, Aryeh, Demichvar, Kachkar, Nasibiri. You know what my name in my local place? Yechanan, Rabbi Yainasan. They call me Yechanan, the son of Rabbi Yainasan, Aryeh, the Mechvar Shechia. I'm Aryeh from Kvar Shechia. So my name is Yechanan. Listen closely to his name, okay? What's his name? Yechanan, the son of, of Yehainasan, Aryeh, from the town of Shechia. Liam Chalumis. And I want to tell you, this guy was a tough guy, but unfortunately later on he kicked the bucket. Right? They see Riptarfin Asishtai. Because of that story, Riptarfin allowed the wife to remarry. Riptarfin Leiboy Drishavakira says the Gemara doesn't Riptarfin say that you need cross examination. You know, this is interesting. If you, even if you're going to accept an Eid Echad, we're learning from here, we're going to see, you need, you, you can't just take it and be like, okay, fine. Like, you need to cross examine. He grabbed a fig tree branch and broke it. And he sent them scrambling. A few days later, he died. Amar Loi. So here, Reb Tarfin said to the aide, right? He said to the fellow traveler, Did 
Demichvar Shechia Aryeh. So you're telling me that his name was Yechanan, the son of Yainasan, from the town of Shechia Aryeh. Isn't that what you said? Omar Lei, Loi, no, 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 no. Let me explain to you again, Reb Tarfin. This is what I said. Yechanan ben Yainasan, Aryeh, Demichvar Shechia. The dictate of Shnaim Ushlaish Bam. Reb Tarfin tried to change the word around a few times. The Kivin is Devarv. But the witness. Stuck to his stuck to his original uh, testimony. testimony and the original uh, way that it was put down. But he says Reb Tarfin You see from over here it says in Gemara, Reb Tarfin did obligate you know questioning on uh, a single witness. Now in the first Brisa, all we said we did, we didn't bring down anything about the cross examination. That seems to imply you don't need cross examination. So Gemara says, actually Tanoi, it's actually Machlekes Tanoi, whether you need to cross-examine the single witness, the Tanoi went to we do not cross-examine women. I'm sorry, we do not cross-examine, uh, aid them when they're coming to remove the Aguna process. Okay? If they're coming to testify that a woman's allowed to remarry, we're going to take it easy. Because we want this woman to not be an Aguna. No, we are obligated to cross-examination. To cross-examine them. And the source of the Machlaika is actually in the statement of Rabbi Hanina. Dom Rabbi Hanina. Whether it's a money case. Whether it's the Nefoshes. Whether it's a death penalty case. You need Jewish Vachir Shemar that says, Why? By the name Mamnes, do we not cross-examine somebody who's coming to claim money so much? Because here's the problem. People will stop lending money. If I lend money and somebody says that, and, and somebody can say, you know, uh, I never borrowed the money, and by, and by them saying that, I'm going to be cross-examined to get my money back, people are going to be like, you know, it's too big of a headache to ever lend money. So we kind of take it easy on people who are claiming the, the money card. Okay. Ubamai says the Gemara. Ubamai kamiflagi, and um, what about the the testimony of a um, uh, of a eid echad to allow a woman to remarry and not be an aguna? Beautiful. One opinion is that since when you testify that the husband died, she's going to be allowed to collect her ksuba, so that's automatic. Majority of cases end with a ksuba being collected. And therefore, a death is intertwined with financial matters and we don't cross-examine. Omar Sabar, he went to Alva. No, since it's not really about ksuba. Rather, what it's really about is Isr Beheter. Okay, permitting a married woman to marry somebody else. Okay, Din Nefoshes dummy. It's considered Din Nefoshes. Therefore, we are obligated to cross-examine. Okay, here we go. Last piece of Gemara. I want to give a quick introduction to the Shaykhis. Here's the connection. At the end of the Masechet, you know we've been learning that we're, we're lenient on this woman, this Aguna, this potential Aguna, because we want her to be able to remarry. That's mamish what we want. Okay? Now, there's something that is crucial to know, which is foundational in Yiddishkeit. And that is, and let's articulate this well, it's deeper than, it's, it's mamish deeper than it sounds, but that is, 
the bigger a Talmud Chacham a person is, the easier life is. It's a fact. It's a fact. The more you know, and the more tapped in we are to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu and His Taira wants from us, so many things work out perfectly. Perfect. Right? Like, the more you know, the more perfect everything is. And a lot of machlaikas, a lot of issues that come up, has a lot to do with a lack of das taira. When there's das taira, it's incredible how you'll find our gedolim have a way to figure things out for us. Al pi taira, and it's not they're making it up to make it figured out. The more you know, the easier everything becomes. The more perfect everything is. That's a fact. Now let's learn together this last halig piece of gemar. Am Rav Lazar, Am Rabbi Chanina. Rabbi Lazar's name, Rabbi Chanina. Tamidei Chachamim, Marbim Shalom Ba'Elam. You might think that a Tamid Chacham caused Machlekes. We just went through a whole Masechtas Yivamis with Machlekes, right? Tamidei Chachamim argue because they want clarity, and clarity brings peace. It makes everything fall into place. Everything makes sense. The big, you know, I know somebody, one of the greatest symbols of a Talmud Chacham is if they are able to keep shalom with people. And they're able to make shalom between people. Tamidei Chachamim are marbim shalom ba'ilam. They enhance peace in the world. Shenemar, as it says, v'chol banayich limudei Hashem, and all of your sons will be students of Hashem, v'rav shalom banayich, and there will be peace Amongst your children, it doesn't say like we say increases. I'll take a Not for our okay? Here's okay? I want to give a tremendous mazel tov to each of us, both live and uh, listening later, Bez Hashem. And I want to express my own personal, uh, getting a little uh, emotional here, but my own personal akar satayv to uh, each and every one of you who, without the the zuchos, uh, really the tremendous merit of learning with you each and every day, having the whole chevra together, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't uh, have the same. Either I wouldn't be doing it, I wouldn't have the same gishmak in doing it. And I just want to give my own uh, personal akar satayv to each of you for learning with me. Day in and uh, and day out, lahagdul Torah ladira to keep the Torah going in Klal Yisrael. What a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment! What an accomplishment for for mamish. Whether you know for each of us, whether we've done every single daf, whether we've missed a few daf, and we're going to make it up over the course of the you know how, when, however soon we can make it up. But just to hold on tight and keep going with with uh, with this Maseches Yevamis. What a uh, what a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. Mazel Tov and Bez Hashem. Without missing a beat, tomorrow we pick up Maseches Ksubis. Get your Gemaras ready. Uh, we pick up with uh, with Daf Beis at 12:15 p.m. on Erev Shabbos. Please stay tuned as well for the Siyum that we'll be having together. We're uh, working out details of when it will be. It'll probably be next week. Uh, hopefully, uh, someday towards the beginning of the week, Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, we'll make a Siyum uh, together on Yavamis. And uh, stay tuned. All right, beautiful. Tremendous, tremendous mazel tov.